Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blake, 
What is going on, my friend? It's great to chat with you once again. Hey, let me say this. First things first. Okay. Thank you so much for being flexible, being able to do this. No I obviously problem. hit you late last night. You were like, let's do it. Let's talk some all. Let's jump on. Also, I want to say, man, I really respect your humility because I have been seen, because you're, you're a bit of an LSU insider. For those that don't know, I've been seeing all these barstool articles or different articles out there about Livy Dunn and, and Paul Skeens. I'm like, my guy Blake Favino had this months ago. You you was texting me at the college <laughs> or from the at, when the college world series is going down. Hey, just FYI, Paul Skeens, Livy Dunn, it's happening. And you sat on this for months. I respect that about you, man. But hey, LSU insider for sure, because that that's the those are the juicy news stories we need. I feel like. If I wanted clicks, I would have gone sources. <laughs> Paul Skeens and Livy Dunn are making out, you know, after he showed yeah. eight straight innings up Wake Forest Keister. You know, like, <laughs> if I really wanted clicks, you know, but, man, I'm glad to be here. I don't know if you saw me in the background, but, I was, I mean, that song, man, getting you pumped up for football, brother. Like, it's time to go, man. We try to keep the blood pumping here on this show, man. Keep, no keep, doubt. keep, keep people tell. fired up. I don't think people need my help, though, man, because we've reached a point in fall camp and, and preseason camp, whatever, where you know yep. every single little, oh, th this guy's wearing a blue jersey. What's going on? Sound the alarm. He's he's not playing this year. You know? right. So we've reached that point where the pent-up energy is, it's got to find a way out, and typically it's reading way too deep into fall camp reports. That no being doubt. said, of course, Blake Rafino, AYS Sports. He's an LSU man by trade, so we'll start – with the Bayou Bengals, Blake, on the note of fall camp, the fight heard around college football, I feel like that really made waves, right? With the the brawl at practice, this guy's getting escorted out, that guy's getting escorted out. What did you hear from that? Because when I think about it, I'm like, okay, like, that's good. I think that means you're ready for kickoff. But you had some people trying to spin it as, you know, in this transfer portal world, all these clashing personalities and the culture's not great. What do you say to those people? And what, what's the latest on LSU fall camp and kind of the fallout from that whole deal? Let me just say this, Chris. So we get pretty much full access. So like we're at all the practices from start to finish. Like, so we'll be out there Saturday for the full scrimmage. Uh, and so Brian Kelly has been very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Generous, uh, you know, to, to give that. Chris, I have a broken hand from college where I threw a punch at a helmet like an idiot okay like come on all right so <laughs> fighting it, it's a look it's the hottest that the state's ever been we had i think 12 straight days of 102 plus in this state it's hot okay i'm just gonna let you know if another man's leaning on me in 102 degree heat he's gonna get punched too okay i'm, I'm just letting you know <laughs> look man if you're not fighting you're not i mean if that's not happening you're not going all out and so the issue Though, if there is an issue, is Denver Harris, the five-star defensive back from Texas A&M, which is crazy because they've had three five-star dudes at A&M recruited that are now off two teams. And Denver Harris, you know, could have been a third. But Brian Kelly addressed it. You know, he was kind of in the mix of a couple of little push-arounds and fights. Look, man, I mean, offense, offense the, the, the truth, Chris, is that it wasn't really necessarily Denver Harris, even though he kind of started it was because Jane Daniels is lighted up like a Christmas tree around here. Uh, yesterday, we were out there. They worked red zone drills in the first five plays. Uh, Jane Daniels, the first four, I should say, all four of them were passing touchdowns. And then the fifth one came up short. 
They go to team drill, and they run the ball twice. The first pass from Jane Daniels was Malik Neighbors, and the back of the end zone, bang, tutty. So we're going to have to find out Saturday, and I think the defense is just being frustrated, but we're going to find out a lot Saturday about this team because Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer, the backup who threw for 300 yards against Georgia and a half, um, they're lighting things up. So – I'm, this is not 2019 LSU. Don't get it twisted. But <laughs> Joe, old Joe Burrow was looking like that too now. So I, I just want to let it be known that since the access that we have, they have been lighting things up. Saturday is going to be a very big day for everybody to see where this team is. But the defensive back room, Brian Kelly addressed it at SEC Media Days, has been um, – I mean, he wasn't lying. <laughs> so we'll we'll find out how it happens Saturday. But overall, as a team, I think they look good. But the fighting, Chris, I mean, it's just I – mean, I mean, like, everybody's looking for content. I mean, did you see the fight with the Cowboys yesterday? I like, did not. I, well, first off, like, human beings were getting body slammed. All right? Like, this happens, like, every year. Like, get over yourself. Oh, they fought. Okay. All right. The right. only other fighting I think I've seen is Travis Kelsey throwing the haymaker. That's about they're, it. Yeah, they're the which, Super Bowl champs, Chris. Right. Like, I mean, I, I it's mean, football. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. If you're not having one good scuffle in fall camp, I mean, do you even care? Are you even trying? I, I really had – so I had a position coach one time. He wasn't my position coach, but his name was Matt Webb. Hmm. He was a D.C. and linebackers coach at Southeastern Louisiana where I, where I played. And there wasn't any fights. We're like two weeks into camp. And so he just like, y'all are a bunch of, you know, women. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, there ain't nobody slinging. And then, man, before you knew it, Mark Newbill, 5'11 linebacker who had 150 tackles in FCS, played a little in the league. He comes out there and starts squaring up. And I'm like, look, man, I'm going to kick you right in the balls. Like, don't square up on me. Okay? I ain't done nothing to you. So, look, it just it happens, man. When you got dudes out there and 85 alpha males, Chris, it's going to happen. There's going to be punches thrown. So, it is what it is. Blake, in fall camp, it's, it's always one of those things where it's like, well, the offense looks really good. Oh, now I'm worried about the defense. Or it's like, oh, man, the defense is – they're way ahead. They look great. Oh, what's going on with the offense? Is it a situation with LSU? Does it make you – does it cause any concern for you that the secondary is going to be a liability? Because I know last year that was a concern area for you guys. Yeah, it, it worries me defensively. Like, Chris, it really worries me. But, uh, how, I, I mean, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, because I think that they, the three wide receivers that they have, look, they recruited – Orgeron recruited at a really high level, Okay specifically at wide receiver, he's got three dudes that are going to start that are going to more than likely get drafted in the first three rounds. Malik Neighbors being another guy that you – he's just he's more Justin Jefferson than anybody on this team. And LSU constantly, Chris, just continues to have DBs, wide receivers that play in the league. There's a reason that they're number one on the list. It's a reason they're up there for a reason. It's because they're constantly – producing that position it does worry me that it really worries me that the dbs have gotten beaten the way that they have but on another token if you had or the other side of that 
this offense has 10 starters returning. If they weren't hitting on all cylinders, <laughs> we would be right. saying, okay, well, they haven't taken the next step forward. So that's why I say I'm not trying to cop out and say that we, let's wait to the scrimmage, but in a way that I am because, look, there's some situations where you don't have a pass rush, yada, 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 yada. But I, I just really think this offense has, has been at a different level. Look, I, I was out there yesterday, and you know I'm going to watch the big uglies, where my fat butt played. And usually, Chris, on one-on-one O-line, D-line pass rush drills, when you're one-on-one, it's a benefit to the defense. It always has been, always will be. O-line didn't give up nothing. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Because if they're not giving up against Harold Perkins, Deshaun Womack, and others, if Harold Perkins can't get to them, then what in the hell do you think anybody else in the country is going to be able to do? So that's the point where I'm like, uh-oh. All right, so we got something here. So offensively, they've been almost flawless. They had one really bad day, the defense, at the day after the fight, believe it or not. The uh, <laughs> the defense didn't let nothing happen. They clamped down. They were letting out three and out, three and out, three and out. So I was like, oh, okay. So they're just trying to figure <laughs> stuff out. So it's been a really good camp. I will tell you, it is a night and day difference when from Brian Kelly to Orgeron, like night and day. And I think it's been for the benefit of this team. They, they're really deep. Uh, I would compare this team to the teams that LSU had in the early 2010s, right? Like when it's like, oh, damn, dude. They got dudes. They just didn't have a quarterback. Well, now they have a better coach and they have a better quarterback. This team has gotten back to their form. Okay, and you can just tell that they have. I think the hype is real. And if you don't get to where you want to be, you know, I ranked them at the as the number three team in the country. People said I'm biased. Okay, well, last year I went undefeated with my top ten rankings. Booyah, biah. Okay, all I'm going to say is this team's coming. And week one against Florida State's a playoff matchup. I fully believe that. Can they take down a giant in that defensive line unit with Florida State? That's what we're going to wait and see. We'll move into actually because you and I spoke about a month ago, which again, I, I appreciate you doing that. The SEC uh, team preview series we did, and obviously you did a great job talking by you, Bengals, and everything. Yep. You mentioned at that point that game against Florida State, you know, you labeled it, I think, as the most important game or a really, really pivotal game. As we sit now, I guess for you guys, it would be 17 days away from kickoff, but yep. just over two weeks. How are you feeling about that game? Is it still kind of the same mindset? I, I looked yesterday, actually, and the spread still sits at two and a half. LSU is the favorite. You know, there's been a lot of – there's been mixed reviews on Florida State. You know, you've got some people, and, of course, they're preseason ranked eighth in the country for what it's worth. But some people think this is the year, FSU, college ball playoff. Others think they're vastly overrated and they could finish unranked. I mean, ha has your feeling on that game swayed at all and just how pivotal is that game for LSU to kick off 2023. I think it's funny because everybody talks about Florida State being, you know, overrated. But my problem is, is Clemson lost to two SEC teams too. So how are you going to put Clemson in there? And I know that I'm on a South Carolina show, but the, the truth is, like, you, what, what are we talking about here? South Carolina clipped, uh, clapped them Clemson cheeks, okay? So let's not act as if that Florida State was building into something. From an LSU perspective – I still feel the same. I think that they are the toughest team that LSU plays in the regular season. I don't think it's remotely close. I think that the defensive and, – and now, not only the defensive line, 
But if the LSU DB unit's going to struggle, Chris, they got dudes, man. They they have dudes. They were coming into their own last year. They're a 10-win team. There's not a lot of teams in the country that can say that they're a 10-win team. They got better. They didn't get worse. So how is a team that didn't really lose anybody, returning everybody, adding key pieces like Keon Coleman on the outside, how are they getting – how did they get worse? Brayden Fisk – Brayden Fisk had like 47 offers when he hit the portal. 47. Bama, Georgia, LSU, Notre Dame, Clemson, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, Texas A&M. Everybody offered the kid. And they're like, and all of a sudden he goes to Florida State and they're like, oh, he sucks. Then why did you offer him? Uh, okay, like, you idiot. So they are the biggest matchup. And LSU's got to get off the ground. In week one, because if they win week one, Chris, you you look at a team that's undefeated going into Tuscaloosa, then we got then we got something here. But you got to win week one. You cannot you cannot just lose this game. I do think it's bigger for Florida State because they have Clemson a couple of weeks after that. But LSU needs to get off. You know, since twenty twenty, they lost to Mississippi State, they lost to UCLA, they lost to Florida State. Let's start off the season with a win here, okay? That's what I want. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blake, let's drive around the SEC a little bit. We'll let's start in the SEC West and and some of the top storylines that are coming out. It was just announced that uh, Peyton Thorne has been named QB1 at Auburn. What's your thoughts on Hugh Freeze and that program? And I think this year's is, is going to be a bit of a mixed bag. I thought you heard that with, uh, you know, with Hugh Freeze at SEC Media Days where it really felt like he was pleading for patience from the Auburn fan base, which good luck with that. But – you know, what's your thoughts on, you know, as a team in the SEC West, Auburn is one of those that's, you know, going to be an arch nemesis for you. I know with the schedule changing up, right, you don't play them next year, which is really strange, but you have them on October the 14th. But yep. does it worry you at all, you know, not this year, right? Because I think six and six, seven and five, that's probably where they're going to fall. 
Does it worry you, though, moving forward what Hugh Freeze is building? You see them, what they're doing in recruiting. Like, how much of a factor do you see Auburn being under Hugh Freeze in the years to come? Willie Taggart could be the head coach at Auburn. They'd still worry me from an LSU game perspective. <laughs> they just always they always play LSU tough. The one thing that everybody continues to talk about with Auburn, everybody wants to know the quarterback. Oh, Hugh Freeze and his quarterback. Well, I don't want to really – you know, I know that Peyton Thorne's going to be announced and that he's going to be the guy, but you don't go out and get him if he wasn't going to be the guy to start off with. I don't know why this is, like, some breaking news. You know, like LSU went and got Jane Daniels a year ago. But I was like, oh, well, he's not going to start. Yeah, yes, he is. You don't go get a quarterback if he's not going to play. My thing is that they've got better on the offense and defensive line. And when Auburn's right, they are good on both lines of scrimmage. They go and get two – uh, offensive linemen out of the portal that are going to start for him. They got a couple of guys along the defensive line. I, I don't think they're as bad as some people think that they are. I've seen them, you know, last in the West. I don't know about that, man. And I also don't think that Peyton Thorne's going to – I I still think Robbie Ashford's going to play a significant amount. I know that we talk, – I talked to Jay Crane. I know he comes on to your show, and he has echoed some of the same things. I agree with him. I don't think that Peyton Thorne's going to be able to hold up, hold off Robbie Ashford for long. I, I really don't. I think because that kid showed a lot of moxie. Well, Blake, he threw for 49% completion percentage. Okay, sounds good. He also was running for his life, right? He was running like zombies were after him, and I am legend, okay? <laughs> like the dude was just running for his life. So I do worry about all like it, when we go and play Auburn, I do worry about them because I do I still think they're a really good team. They're a really well coached team. And look, if you think that Hugh Freeze can't beat you, he beat Arkansas while he was at Liberty last year. He's got more talent at Auburn now. So let's not act as if that he can't come in the SEC and start winning some games. I got them around seven and five, eight and four. They're gonna have to upset some people if they do that. My Jesus, I hope it's not the Bayou Bengals. That's what I hope. Blake, what's your take on the situation right now happening in Alabama? You know, obviously the, the talking point, the quarterback thing, a, a happy Nick Saban is the the worst thing. You know, no everybody should be scared. Like, what? Do you, what what's your? You know, because you you uh you not so subtly, obviously, when we spoke, you know, name the position that Bama is better than LSU, and you just went down the list. And you know, it's funny we had our good friend Chris Marler on, who's joining us now weekly, and he loved to bring up the point that, you know, LSU struggles, I guess, against Alabama. Two wins over the last, I don't know, decade by a combined four points or something, and they haven't won back-to-back against Bama and this. But people love to lean on the trends. and I, I get that. But mm-hmm. your thoughts on Bama? I mean, I, I know that, you know, y- you look at it from a certain way because you want LSU to top them, but I, I feel like it's really they, – they obviously, they still don't have a quarterback. They still don't have a quarterback. They don't, they don't know the quarterback yet, and that's – That seems pretty pivotal going into this year. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, 
Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. We've all been there. It's the last minute. You're stressed. You're looking for tickets, whether it be for the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, or whatever the event may be. But you're hunting down the best price. You're comparing with other buyers. You don't know exactly where you're sitting, what you're getting. And the apps are just overwhelming and confusing, just adding to your stress level. Guys, look no further to rid yourself of those problems that are friends over at game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Guys, I've been there myself, right? You go to these apps where I'm looking with family. You're trying to get a bunch of tickets in one section. And what I hate is the pricing is not true to the number that you see or wherever you're sitting. It's not quite the view that you expected. Again, all those things are gone with our friends at game time, and they make it so easy and convenient for the end consumer. They have things like flash deals with last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They have image of seat views, which is so useful, especially if, let's say, you're going on a road trip for the Gamecocks, you're going to a new stadium, and you want to see exactly what that view is going to be like when you get there. And also, guys, maybe most importantly, they have the lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection as well as job loss protection and more. Guys, GameTime.co is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more, and the game time guarantee, it means that you're always going to have the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So, guys, think about that. If you're shopping around, you're comparing, game time guarantees you'll pay less. And if you don't, they'll reimburse you. Guys, it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive, and you buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. It's a very easy-to-use app, as I said before. I have used it myself. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime over at GameTime.co or download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code spurs up that's s p or s u p at gametime.co or on the gametime app for $20 off download gametime today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed chris i've always had this this take and it's either work for me or hatton but it's normally work for me i look at four year windows okay 
I look at recruiting class windows. So if you are two and two against a team, okay, which LSU and Alabama are, both of them have won a national title. Both of them have played for the SEC title multiple times. Okay. Both of them have an SEC title win in that. Recruiting Alabama has had the edge, but portal wise LSU's had the edge. And where a lot of portal guys have look, look at LSU as a whole, as a university, the portal has changed Louisiana State University. It's going to change it again because Aaron Anderson, a wide receiver from Alabama, is coming to LSU. If Jalen Milrose, their quarterback for 12 weeks, thank you. Thank you. Okay, like, I mean, I don't mean to be rude, but who's it going to be? They are good at a lot of position groups. You can't deny that. They're probably going to win 10 games in the regular season. You can't deny that. But when I look at their position groups, they're not like who, who they used to be. They're not what they used to be on that defensive front or, or offensive line. You know, uh, my uh, I saw Ryan Fowler posted something yesterday uh, on Twitter. He's like, do you think this offense is going to be better under Tommy Reese? And 65% of people said yes. And I'm like, what are you – please give me what you're smoking. Okay, you <laughs> you scored 40 points last – Chris, they averaged 40 points a game last – or last two years under Bill O'Brien. Butt chin and all, okay? I got one too, but butt chin and all, all right? You mean to tell me that this team's supposed to be better where? Like, they're not better at quarterback. If they have success, they're going to go back to their roots in 2010s, 2011s. They're going to run the football. They're going to play good defense, and they're going to get after the quarterback. That's how they've always done it. That's If they have success, it's because of that. But let's not act like they have transcendent quarterback play. They don't. Jalen Mill, go please, Jesus, sweet God, watch the A&M game. And tell me that they have good quarterback play with Jalen Milrow. I'll wait. And yo, you guys saw Tyler Buckner a year ago. Everybody's like, oh, he looks so great. He caught three picks. I mean, he threw three picks. What are we talking about here? Oh, well, he won. And my grandmother at times can throw to an old wide open receiver for crying out loud. And that's not a that's not a shot at South Carolina. That's not a shot at anybody. Brother, he was out there getting beat by Marshall, and I'm supposed to come in here and say he's going to win in the SEC? God, get out of here with that, man. Like, you can say, oh, well, the trends, the trends. Show me where they are better. Because when that ball's kicked off in week two against Texas, look, I don't think Texas is is as great as some people say, but they're not going to be slouches. They are. They got dudes up front. All right? You, I think Alabama's going to win that game, but okay, you better be ready. To your point about Tyler Buckner, too, it's funny. Like, I was listening to a Notre Dame show, and they were mentioning, you know, Tommy Reese, good on him, paid his dues, you know, glad to see him get that promotion or, or you know, get the opportunity with Nick Saban. Right. They were confused by the Tyler Buckner thing because they were like, we don't want him. Why would Alabama want him? Like, we don't think he's good enough. So, to your point, man, that, that, that definitely – I'm not saying Nick Saban's lost his fastball, but that felt like a desperation play, man. It, it was really, a desperation play. It felt, yeah, just to kind of, you know, get people in the quarterback room know, like, hey, let's send a message. This isn't good enough, but Butner's not going to play. Like, we know he's not going to play. Uh, moving through, Blake, the rest of the SEC West, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll go to Texas A&M. 
thoughts on the the, the they're they're impossible to figure out, man. I tell I myself know. every single year, I'm not gonna buy stock in Jimbo. I'm not gonna buy stock in AM. But then like you look at them on paper and you're like, they're loaded. Like they're loaded with talent. With they at are. least on paper talent, they're loaded. They win less than eight games, he should be fired. I agree. Is that fair? I agree. Yeah, I agree because look, they have four defensive linemen that are gonna be drafted in the first round. <laughs> I mean, like what, what are we talking about here? They are, and I've said this since I think probably last January uh, or February, they are the most intriguing team to me in the SEC. When Petrino got hired, they are the most intriguing team in the in the SEC because, of course, they're either going to go five or seven or nine and three, right? Either they're going to be the second or third team in the West or, they're, or Jimbo's getting fired. They have guys too, man. And the question becomes – I think that uh, uh, Wegman, Connor Wegman, is going to be a pretty decent quarterback. I think that they have their QB there. They are losing some guys. I, I saw their tight ends going to be out for the year, but they got Jake Johnson, who was a five border uh, or borderline five star recruit. Like they have guys all across the board. Can they figure things out offensively? You know, the one thing that people need to under- remember: the number one team in the country in pass defense a year ago, Texas A and M. They allowed the least amount of passing yards in the country last year. Defense, defense was not their issue. Defense was never their problem. Go find, the one game last year that they got really pushed around in was Florida State. They, I mean, Florida. They had 20-something players out with the flu, okay? Their entire defense was out with the flu. Oh, okay, well, that's, I'm not – what am I going to do with that? Everything else, they were pretty flawless defensively. I look at them and say, if Bobby Petrino figures this out and they actually do what they need to do offensively, they could be an 8-9 win team. But the problem is, <laughs> is I never trust a man that wears a Velcro hat, and Jimbo does. So <laughs> he wears a Velcro hat, and I don't trust him. That's very fair. Uh, honestly, that, that's, a, that's a psycho move. Do you trust a man that wears a Velcro no, hat? No, I, I do not. I do Me not. neither. I do not. I'd probably trust a man that wore Velcro shoes more than a Velcro hat, to be honest. Maybe at least then I feel like you're making some type of fashion statement, but Velcro hat does nothing for me. Yeah. I, I got to admit, I used to wear Velcro shoes back in the Gap, you know, the Walmart brands. Yeah. yeah. I was like, look, man, I'm a G up in this thing. <laughs> Never pulled any girls up from it, though. Not surprising, my guy. Uh, moving to the SEC East, Blake, <laughs> you, got, you guys draw Florida and Missouri from the East. How annoying are the Missouri Tigers? Because that just feels like a team that they're the redheaded stepchild of the SEC. I mean, Blake, I have I have Gamecock fans. I literally saw a Gamecock fan tweet this, and I have Gamecock fans tell me this. They say, Chris, and South Carolina's lost four in a row to them. I'm sure you knew that. Yeah. They say, I don't care if South Carolina loses every year to them. Missouri's not better than us. And a lot of teams in this league feel that way. Like, I can't imagine – the disrespect. I know Missouri has like 48 fans, but like I can't imagine the disrespect you would feel if your team won a ball game and that opposing fan base just kept saying, well, we're still better than you just because. Like, but they're annoying. Like they, they are that fly in your soup. They are that, they are that, 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 you know, that stub your toe on the nightstand type of team to play. Like you don't look forward to playing Missouri. And again, LSU is a team that has certainly felt that over the years. And going to Como. And going to Como. Weird place to play. Very weird, weird place to play. Like 11 a.m. 
And look, Blake Baker was a linebackers coach at LSU before he became the DC at Missouri. Chris, defensively, they're going to be really good again, man. I, I, I hate to say it. And look, they're my sleeper team in the East because of their defense. Off, but here's the problem. Offensively, they couldn't score with a girl who's a, th a three. You know, they think that they can score with girls that are like are seven or eights. They can't score with a girl that's a three, right? Like they couldn't score a goal if the goalie was pulled in hockey, okay? They are not good offensively. The problem is there will be in every game because defensively they're really good. I did a film breakdown on them uh, for a couple of games. It's not that they have the best overall talent in the SEC because they don't. The issue that when you play a team like that, if you are not fundamentally sound against Missouri, you're going to lose. And and look, like I, I put on the Georgia film from last year. Everybody's like, oh, well, Georgia just had a bad day. No. What happened was is Georgia was fundamentally not good, okay, through three quarters of that game and almost got beat. And if they did not start playing more fundamental, fundamentally sound football, they were going to get beat. I just don't buy the stock in Eli Drinkwitz offensively. You know, like, I, I really don't. I know that they, you know, Missouri changed the new NIL rule and recruiting, which may buy Drinkwitz some time because he's going to get, you know, I think Ryan Wingo, the receiver from Missouri, is starting to trend to them. They got the number one player in the country. He might buy some time. Defensively, they're good. But offensively, they couldn't score if their life depended on it at times. So, I do worry about them because of how good they've been defensively. But other than that, like offensively, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then, Blake, you guys draw the Florida Gators from the East as well. <laughs> that, that's, that's yeah, that, there you go. That, that's become – people describe it as a rivalry. I mean, would, would you say it's a, it's a oh, heated rivalry? It's a rivalry, okay. Oh, yeah. What do you make of Florida, Billy Napier? Because they're recruiting their tails off. I mean, he's doing everything mm -hmm. he can in recruiting – the problem is he may not get the time to see it. Like, he he may not get the time to enjoy the fruits of his labors that he's putting on the recruiting trail. Your your thoughts on Florida, I mean, obviously, I, I think Graham Mertz is is not very good. That's just my opinion. We'll see if maybe he's a, he's a miracle worker in Gainesville. And it's, it's – I'll tell you, though, Blake, it's weird to come into a season and be like the Florida Gators football program has an over-under win total of – Five and a half. Like, no, that's just weird. Cause, like, and I, and I just maybe fairly or unfairly, but I still think in my head, I'm like, Florida still has dudes, right? Like, they have to. Like, they're Florida. How could Florida not have dudes? But I, I don't know, man. <laughs> the they Gators are, you got a, you got Graham Mertz, you got a 29 year old DC. Like, I don't know what in the world to think about that team this year. I will tell you, I like Austin Armstrong a lot. I know Austin, I've known him for a long time. I've known him probably since he, what he's like, I think he was 19 or 20. He was a GA. I've known Austin for a long time. He is, look, there's a reason that Saban hired him. I do believe that Saban was going to make him his next DC after a couple years. I fully believe that. Um, but he is young. Did you watch that spring game? I didn't catch all of it, but uh, I mean, the best part, which all I needed to see was Lane Kiffin's tweet trolling them is like seven okay. three in the fourth quarter. That that pretty much explained the entire story. But I, I so. saw bits and pieces, and it, it yeah. was it was ugly. Billy has always been a very he, he runs a high school offense in college. He does, man. Mm. Th this pistol shit don't work. Okay, and it doesn't work. 
how am I supposed to convince you, Chris, that Anthony Richardson, who was the number five or number four overall pick, couldn't win six but six games? How am I supposed to convince you that Graham Mertz is going to come in here and do something? Like, I, I can't. So, I do think that they're going to struggle, but they're going to have to let Billy have his time, right? They're going to have to let him stay. It doesn't matter what he does because he's recruiting at such a high level that they're going to have to let him see this through. If he gets to a, another year and DJ Lagway and, and that crew does not is not able to put it together, okay, fire him, then that's fine. But Mike Norvell also had some really bad years, and then now we're talking about Florida State being pretty decent, pretty good. I Look, I made a joke about this, but I'm, I'm somewhat a little bit serious. Um, I don't know if Vanderbilt doesn't become the sixth team in the SEC East and Florida's not the seventh team in the SEC East because everybody keeps telling me, oh, Vanny sucks. Okay, uh, all right, S sounds good. I I'm with you. But they have recruited and developed – really pretty good under Clark Lee. That's a team that worries would worry me more than anybody because, look, you lost to them a year ago on the road. Vandy, on the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All right. Sounds good. I don't have any faith whatsoever in Florida. None. Zero. Now, do they have dudes? Can they beat you because they can out-athlete you? Yes. Schematically, no, they won't. They're not. They're not coached well enough. They're just not. Billy. Billy's gonna have to take the rain. Someone's gonna have to take the reins away from him. I felt like when he got hired. I said this when he got hired from Lafayette. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. They... Florida made a desperate hire because they thought LSU was going to hire him, and LSU never interviewed him. They they got desperate. So I don't have any failure. We call him – look, I don't know what y'all call him, but in Louisiana we call him Sunbelt Billy. That's what we call him. Yeah. So. Sunbelt Billy has been adopted by Gamecock Nation as okay. well as many, many others across the SEC. Lastly, Blake, we'll get into South Carolina. You talked about your 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 level of faith when it comes to the Gators. What's your, what's your level of faith with the Gamecocks? Because this is a team that – over the last two years, overachieve under Shane Beamer. There's no doubt. I mean, the over-under win total year one was three and a half. Last year, it was five and a half. This mm -hmm. year, it's six and a half. But a team that there's a reason the computers hate South Carolina. Because on paper, they're not very sexy. And they don't win games in sexy ways. I mean, Blake, to give you some perspective, they finished outside of the top 100. You speak on the big uglies. They finished outside of the top 100 in rushing offense and rushing defense and led the SEC in turnovers. 
They still won eight games. Like, so how do you view them? I mean, do you have faith that South Carolina under Spencer Rattler, all the reports are coming out right now. He, you know, he's extremely comfortable. He looks great. This is the best he's felt. He said yesterday, this is the best camp I've been a part of, which, you know, it's best shape of my life season, right? Take everything with a grain of salt. But what's your faith level that when you look at South Carolina, and please, I know you won't, but don't hold back. What's your what's your faith level in South Carolina? Do you see them really being a program on the rise, or do you feel like it's been somewhat of of smoke and mirrors the first two years with with Beamer Ball and the the special teams and the opportunistic defense? Or again, do you think that's something that you know they are a they are a real threat and it's something where maybe they don't do it in a sexy way, but the bottom line and most importantly is they just they find ways to win football games. He it's Virginia Tech at South Carolina. That's what I really think. Virginia Tech never – I mean, outside of Michael Vick, take Michael Vick out of it for a minute. Virginia Tech never won in sexy ways. They ran the ball. They play good defense. And I, I know that South Carolina fans are aggravated with some of the run defense and run offense, and I get it. But there is some real buzz around Spencer Radler now. I mean, look, the way – if the, if he can eliminate some of the turnovers that he had – that offense is going to be pretty good. Now, one person that I talked to in the SEC, they're already putting game plans to stop Nick Harbor. Now, I don't know what's going on with him and if they're going to get him and how much they're going to get him involved. But I went when, – when Jimmy Lindsey, God bless him, and, you know, hope he's recovering well, but when Jimmy Lindsey took over as a defensive line coach, Chris – at LSU, I looked at him like, man, this isn't really a physical thing. This is a schematic thing. The one thing that worries me the most about South Carolina is schematically, are they able to coach and outsmart the other, the opponent? Because I look like Jordan Birch is an example. I'm like, man, why are you why are you like putting him in a true five technique when he's got double tight ends on the outside? Like, everybody's like, oh, Jordan Burt stinks. Guys, he got triple teamed in the game against Kentucky. Uh, okay, like, uh, what do we, what do, or I think it was Kentucky. I'm misremembering if I am. What, what are we doing? The only thing, I think they got dudes, and I predicted them to be the third best team in the East this year. I, I thought that they're just, uh, look, I just can't do it with Tennessee because of how many points they score, and I get what happened last year. But I think that they're on the rise. I really do. I've told you this before. I'm not sugarcoating it. I picked them to be the third team in the East. I don't know why, though. I just think that Beamer's got the really good culture. I think that he knows what he knows, and he knows what he doesn't, and he tries to get people around him that are smart and are able to accomplish things. I think they got better schematically offensively. I'm going to leave that where it may be. <laughs> okay, I know you're going to be happy about it. But they did. I just do worry about them schematically on some things and the things that I've seen. So let's see. I, I do think that they got – some guys that can really play. And you know what I love about South Carolina? They play tough. Like, that Clemson game was so much fun to watch, man, because they just played like their hair was on fire. Like, we love to be here. When you have a team like that, it's tough to beat them. Blake Rafino of AYS Sports. Blake, I'm going to leave you with this, a little bit of a All teaser, right. if you will, that will drop uh, Monday probably for us on social media in regards to predictions, what have you. I'll be dropping my college football playoff predictions and uh national championship prediction and uh this is a teaser not just for you but the entire audience but i, I thought you'd get a you, you'd get a this would tickle your fancy if you will uh, okay uh 
my national champion is someone not named the Georgia Bulldogs. I'll just leave it at that. So I'll uh, I, I, I'll leave you with that, and, and we will uh, we will conclude. We will <laughs> come down to the bayou, baby. Get you some crawfish and booty. Okay, you know hey. that you're in Louisiana when we're frying rice. Okay, like we put rice <laughs> and balls and deep fry it. Okay, yeah. it, it's season, baby. Yeah. Man, if we win, I'm gonna be. People are gonna block me on Twitter. <laughs> Blake, you're the man, dude. I truly appreciate you. It's always no a pleasure to talk ball with you. Let, let's make this certainly during the season. Let's make this a more common occurrence, man. This is a good Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Good talking yes, to sir. you, Blake. We'll talk soon. Yeah, appreciate you. We'll talk soon. decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer mail checks invoices documents and everything you need to keep your business running get rates up to 89 percent off usps and ups and with the mobile app you can take care of mailing on the go make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com sign up at stamps.com with code program for a special offer that's stamps.com code program